I am vengeance. I am the night. I am Matthew Harris here. And it is Sunday, September 4th, 2022. And this is Enter the Bat Cave. Got me some Mountain Dew here. And <clears throat> we're going to be talking about two of my favorite superheroes because in the next several months we're gonna have some episodes dedicated to them yep batman and blade ah, good mountain dew major melon <clears throat> so first we're gonna talk about batman because in a couple of days, it will be the anniversary of <clears throat> Batman, the animated series. Yep, it is going to be 30 years. The 30-year anniversary of when it first aired. And of course, uh, in celebration of the anniversary, Anniversary for the next two months, I'm going to be doing watch-alongs for the episodes. Yeah, I'm going to be doing watch-alongs for some of my favorite uh, Batman the Animated Series episodes. And each episode is going to have... I'm going to be talking about three episodes. I'll be doing watch-alongs for like three episodes uh, per episode. Hopefully that makes sense. Yeah, in every episode, uh, I'm going to be doing a watch-along of at least three episodes. Yep. <clears throat> so we're going to be looking at all 30 episodes. Yep, 30 episodes that I handpicked myself that are my personal favorite episodes and the ones that I absolutely positively love to watch. And... <clears throat> And of course, that starts on the 6th, because the 6th is the actual anniversary of when the first episode aired. And the first episode is Leather Wings, and that is the episode where we first see Man Bat. Yep, we get uh, Man Bat. Uh, that's when... Um, you know, Batman is uh, framed for a crime that he didn't commit. They say it's a large bat figure. And it turns out to be a giant man bat. And, <clears throat> you know, the man bat character um, hasn't really been... Well, I mean... I mean, Man Bat has showed up in the comics a lot, you know, as a key figure in the comics, especially going back to the 1970s, um, you know, with uh, Dennis O'Neill and uh, Neil Adams. And, and of course, we saw the Man Bat character appear in a couple of episodes of um, the animated series, but has never really been... Um, you know, has never really been used in the, um, has never really been used in the movies or has never been used in much of the 
you know, the series, you know, the cartoon series, other than the animated series, I, I believe. Um, <clears throat> of course, in the, um, the animated film Sons of Batman, we see, um, you know, we see man bites, uh, man bats, um, uh, created, of course, by Deathstroke. Oh, got some notifications there. Um, we see the, um, you know, the man by, uh, ninjas, uh, created by Deathstroke in Sons of Batman, and pretty much that's been it, you know, of course, in the, um, <clears throat> Batman, um, huh, getting a lot of notifications here, um, in the Batman uh, animated, um, oh, well, I mean, in the, um, blah, <laughs> tongue-tied here, um, in the, uh, Batman movie, Batman, um, Triumph, it, you know, Triumph, which was a script that, uh, never made, uh, to film, uh, the Man-Bat character shows up, and this was right after, um, you know, Batman and Robin, and, um, this one involved Man-Bat and the Scarecrow, and this, and, you know, and of course I have the, uh, the original screenplay, I have the book screenplay, um, that I actually got from Amazon, thanks to my mom, once again, thank you, mom, and I, um, you know, and I read it, and it, and it was really good, you know, I mean, of course, I first heard, of, heard about it on, um, Superhero Stuff That You Should Know podcast, and they did a reading of it, and, you know, I was very impressed with it, and I thought this would have made for a good, uh, Batman Halloween movie, absolutely, so, um, so yeah, but, uh, I'm sure, um, Sometime in the near future, they'll probably use uh, Man Bat. I mean, Man Bat hasn't really been used um, as often as most of the villains in the Rogues Gallery. I mean, with the Rogues Gallery, you know, we've you know we've seen Catwoman, Joker, Two Face, Riddler, and you know the Penguin, and and of course uh, Ra's al Ghul and um, Bane, but uh, never really Man Bat. Um, Man Bat has uh, not been used all throughout in um, in the media, but uh, nonetheless, it's a pretty good first episode, and I'm going to do um, you know my watch along for that, and you can tune in for that on um, Tuesday. It's um, you know it'll be a very good um, it'll be a very good episode with that one, and I'm so excited to do. Uh, these watch-alongs, I mean, granted, um, I know you guys will probably be, I'll probably be, like, um, <laughs> cast, you know, like, uh, doing these episodes to death, you know, with so many watch-along episodes, but, um, but, you know, it's in good celebration of the, um, you know, the anniversary of the show, and, uh, it's, you know, in my opinion, it is, um, you know, the greatest, uh, you know, superhero uh, cartoon show of uh, my generation in my opinion i mean i would put um 
Batman, the animated series at number one. Uh, X-Men, the animated series at number two. Uh, number three, I would put um, Superman, the animated series. Number four, I would put Batman Beyond. And at number five, I would put uh, X-Men Evolution. And... <clears throat> And, you know, I mean, if, I mean, just looking at all the episodes, you know, of uh, Batman the Animated Series, I mean, it's, um, you know, I mean, it's just incredible, you know, the art deco of it, you know, the artwork and the music, too. I mean, the music by Shirley Walker is just incredible, and, you know, the music in some of the episodes are just uh, phenomenal. And, of course, um, Shirley Walker uh, studied under... Uh, Danny Elfman, who did the music for um, Batman 89 and Batman Returns, and she, I mean, she did some wonderful, um, some wonderful music, you know, and even, uh, I think one of the, in my opinion, one of the best um, piece of music she did was for the episode um, A Bullet for Bullock, you know, using, um, you know, jazz music in, in there. And, you know, I mean, it's just incredible, you know, you know, you hear the jazz, you know, the saxophone and stuff, you know, I mean, you almost feel like uh, you're listening to Coltrane or uh, Parker, you know, when you listen to that, for those of you who are uh, jazz enthusiasts. <clears throat> and... And, you know, of course, uh, the thing about the animated series is that, um, you know, it, it drove from a lot of influences. I mean, it was, of course, it was influenced by the um, the Tim Burton films, you know, the, um, you know, Batman and Batman Returns. I mean, you can definitely tell by the way uh, Batman looks and also uh, Selena Kyle, you know, as Catwoman, you know, making Selena Kyle blonde that, you know, definitely derived from uh, Michelle Pfeiffer from uh, her role as a uh, Catwoman. And, and of course, uh, another influence was the, um, was the Superman, uh, you know, cartoon from the 1940s that uh, Paramount um, came out with. And I, I remember those uh, those cartoons. I used to have uh, VHS tapes of those uh, cartoons uh, when I was um, when I was a kid. And <clears throat> you know, it does look like something that would have been made um, back in the '30s and '40s. And you know, I was actually looking at the uh, the making of the of the cartoon, and um, you know, the creators they said that you know they said. Batman the Animated Series in, like, a parallel universe, you know, like, the 40s and, like, you know, the 40s and the 50s um, never ended. You know, you can, you know, you see it with the clothes, you know, you know, the hats and the, you know, the jackets and the shoes and stuff and the cars. You know, it's all from the 40s and the 50s, you know, it looks like a noir gangster film. Though there is a uh, technology, I mean, there's television, there's computers and what have you. Well, the computers of the of the 90s at that time, of course, now, since then, technology has been well, well advanced. But, um, 
you know, but it does look like something um, that you would have seen in the in the gangster films, and, and you know, that's sort of been the thing about um, you know Batman. You know, I mean, of course, Batman. Um, you know, he came out in the late '30s and '40s, and you know, um, you know, he was set in that um, you know in that era. You know, the era of the gangster films, you know, the, especially the Warner Bros. gangster films, you know, with Cagney and Bogart and uh, Edward G. Robinson. But, you know, I mean, but also, like, the, you know, there's technology there, you know, there's, you know, the Bat computer, you know, in the Bat Cave and, you know, the Bat Plane and the gadgets and, and what have you. And that's also the same um, thing. Um, behind Batman 89, you know, the Batman movies, um, you know, with Tim Burton, you know, especially in 80, you know, the 89 film, you know, it looks like it's, um, set in that, <clears throat> in that time period, but, you know, there's advanced technology, you know, and also, uh, you also see it as well in, um, on the TV series Gotham. Yeah, you see it on the TV series Gotham as well. Of course, uh, the technology is uh, modern, you know, the modern day technology, though it is set like it's uh, in the 30s or 40s. And, and of course, um, you also might see it again in Batman the Cape Crusader. And, of course, uh, we all know the news that uh, Batman the Cape Crusader, um, you know, has been, you know, has been removed from HBO Max, uh, you know, due to the merger with Discovery. And uh, now it's being shopped to uh, other streaming platforms. It's been shop to netflix it's been shopped to hulu and all other places but um but you know we are um but we will pretty soon uh be seeing it i'm pretty sure of it i have uh i have faith in it and from the way it looks i mean it does look like you know batman when he started out in the comics too you know you see the long ears and and stuff like that. This is definitely going back to its uh, its old comic roots when he first um, when he first appeared in DC. So um, make sure you all be on the lookout for that. And also, what makes um, the cartoon special, in my opinion, is of course you know the star Kevin Conroy. And Kevin Conroy, you know, I mean, he has always been. I mean, to this day, he is still considered, you know, the voice of Batman. And this is no disrespect to, you know, the other people who have been the voice of Batman before, uh, before Kevin Conroy or um, after Kevin Conroy and some of the other uh, Batman movies and, and stuff where people have voiced um, Batman because, uh, you know, they've done a pretty, you know, they've done a pretty good job, but... Um, for a lot of people, the voice of Batman is Kevin Conroy, and especially for me, you know, I mean, um, you know, whenever I'm reading, you know, like Dark Knight Returns or, you know, the the Long Halloween Year One or, 
you know, or if I'm reading, um, you know, a death, you know, a death in, in the family, you know, I mean, Kevin Conroy is, you know, the voice of Batman for me. And, you know, that's the voice I hear when I, when I read those stories. And a lot of people agree. I mean, Kevin Conroy, I mean, he is more famous, uh, as the voice of Batman than he is as the, uh, for any other roles. And he's actually talked about it in interviews. He's each, he's actually had, uh, people, um, who've come up and meet him, grown men, like, cry in his arms. And I think that goes to show you the, um, you know, the impact he's had on a lot of people's, uh, childhood and, you know, you know, being the voice of Batman. And also, um, amazingly enough, um, you know, he's also an openly, uh, gay man. And I did not know that until, I think, about last year. I was like, wow, Kevin Conroy is gay? Wow, I did not know that. And, <clears throat> and, you know, and of course it hasn't, uh, stopped his career either. You know, I mean, um, you know, of course, nowadays, um, you know, homosexuality is being well embraced and it is, um, and what have you. And, you know, the fact that Kevin Conroy is actually, um, you know, gay, you know, and of course he was the, the voice of, um, my favorite superhero, my all-time favorite superhero, just makes it more amazing. And... And he can still do the voice of Batman, too. I mean, um, I saw a video not too long ago where he did the, you know, I am vengeance, I am the knight, I am Batman! You know, and I was just like, wow, he's still got it. And, you know, and I hope that, um, you know, he get. Well, I heard that um, there's going to be a Batman the Animated Series, like, uh, podcast. There's going to be a podcast where it kind of reunites the old cast and they do, like, new adventures and stuff. And I'm curious to to that you know to see what's going to happen with that and but i would also like him to do the voice of batman in um future dc animated films as well you know i mean um you know i would just uh you know i would love to see him um you know be the voice of batman again i mean the last time he was the voice of batman in an animated film was in the, the killing joke yeah the animated version of um the killing joke and, you know, I would love to, you know, hear his voice again, um, pretty soon. And, you know, and it's just, uh, it's just an amazing, um, it's just an amazing cartoon series. I mean, it's wonderful. There have been a lot of great episodes on here and... Yes, I'm also going to be covering the uh, the new adventures as well because although it's uh, yeah you know because it's still like uh, I mean it's still considered like Batman the animated series I mean it really is it's just that you know it's the new adventures you know the or as people call it the the Red Sky season <laughs> and I actually remember that I remember it was lumped in with the uh, Superman uh, cartoons they called it the uh, Batman Superman uh, adventures, and I used to air, uh, weekdays, um, too, after school, and, uh, that was one of the cartoon shows I used to look forward to, um, looking at when I would come home from school, 
and there was a lot of great episodes on there as well you know i remember those um those episodes and yeah i look forward to um you know they're talking about all those episodes all 30 episodes so from september to november we are going to be doing a watch along of 30 episodes of batman the animated series the greatest uh superhero cartoon of all time and you know i'll challenge anybody with that i'll put that series up against any other cartoon series of my generation you know including x-men no disrespect to the x-men i mean that was also one of my favorites too in fact um for christmas um i actually had the iceman um toy uh which was kind of cool because you could put him in the freezer and he would turn colors and he would freeze up and he would be ice cold you know i used to love that but uh for me it'll always be um you know batman the the animated series it'll always be batman the animated series so now let's go and talk about blade now on to blade for the month of october i will be taking my classic graphic novels and I will be reading them. Yep, I'll be reading the stories that Blade appeared in, uh, not only of Tomb of Dracula, but also from Blade uh, Black and White. Yep, the Blade Black and White graphic novels. And also uh, Tomb of Dracula, Day of Blood, Night of Redemption. And... Also, uh, pretty soon I'm going to be putting an order for Tomb of Dracula. Um, yeah, the Marvel Masterworks um, Volume 2 of Tomb of Dracula. Because that has more Blade stories in it. So I'm going to get that one as well. And it should be pretty good. You know, it should be pretty good. And um, for the month of October, I'm going to be reading all the good stories here starting october 1st um which is on a saturday the day before my brother's birthday and on that one i'm going to be reading not one but two tomb of dracula stories uh this is all from um yeah that's from tomb of dracula um marvel masterworks volume one I'm going to be reading the first issue of Tomb of Dracula, which is the telling the story of how it all became, you know, with Frank Drake, and then, um, you know, Dracula being risen from the dead once again. And then also, I'm going to be reading Tomb of Dracula issue number 10. Yep, issue number 10, where uh, Blade made his first appearance. And by that time, Marv Wolfman had officially taken over the uh, Tomb of Dracula series. He became the permanent writer with issue number seven. And then just later on, um, just took over the whole um, series up until its uh, end in 1979. And then on Monday the 3rd, and by that time, hopefully I'll have my... Tomb of Dracula, Marvel Masterworks, Volume 2 issue. And I'll have, uh, 
Yeah, and that has uh, more of the stories that Blade is in. On Monday, uh, October 3rd, I'll be reading Tomb of Dracula issue number 12. On Monday and Tuesday, Tomb of Dracula issue number 13. Wednesday, Tomb of Dracula issue number 14. Thursday, Tomb of Dracula issue number 15. That's on a Thursday. And then the week after that, on the 10th, which is Columbus Day, Tomb of Dracula issue number 17. On the 11th, Tomb of Dracula issue number 18. And on the 12th, Tomb of Dracula issue number 19. And then on the 13th, it'll be Tomb of Dracula issue number 22. Then on the 17th, that's when I do four days of Blade Black and White. Yeah, the graphic novel. All his solos, adventures, in black and white. Uh, starting on the 17th with Vampire Tales, issues number 8 and 9. And then on the 18th, we have Marvel Preview 3. That's his first real solo adventure. Also goes into his origins. Then Marvel Preview number 6 on the 19th. And then on the 20th, we have two Blade stories from the graphic novel there. We have Marvel Shadows number one and Blade Crescent City Blues, which is actually came out in the 90s. That's where he reteams with uh, Frank Drake. And then finally, in the last week of October, on the 24th through the 27th, I will be reading the Day of Blood, Night of Redemption um, graphic novel. Yep, so from the 24th to the 27th, I'll be reading, uh, you know, numbers 1, 2, 3, and 4. And... That will, uh, that will be it. And, of course, um, also, if you can't get, for those who can't really get enough of, um, you know, the Tomb of Dracula, uh, series, I will actually be reading, um, Tomb of Dracula on Wisdom, which is, yep, the Wisdom app, uh, which I got, uh, several days ago. I was actually reached out to by this uh, lady uh, who has been following my podcast. Um, well, she's been following my... Um, yeah, she's been following my um, Matt's World podcast. And I decided that for... Um, you know, on there, I was going to release, like, bonus content on there. And on there, you know, I'm going to be doing like, uh, you know, like reading, you know, graphic novels, you know, some of my graphic novels. I'm going to be doing um, watch along of movies, going to be doing music reviews and what have you. And so I decided that for 
Um, I decided that for this one, uh, for Wisdom, I was going to do a reading of Marvel Masterworks uh, Volume 1 of Tomb of Dracula. So I'm going to be reading every issue from issue number 1 to issue number 11. And also, I'm going to be reading the uh, three issues of Dracula Lives, which was the um, black and white uh, comic magazine that also tells the story of Dracula as well. So uh, make sure that you all tune in for that. You can download the app from the App Store and go on Wisdom. You can find me on there. And um, also, I'm going to be on there pretty soon as well, as soon as I'm done with this episode. Because um, it is WWE's When Worlds Collide. Well, NXT's. WWE NXT's When Worlds Collide. So I'm going to be doing um, a pre-show on that. And just, um, you know, talking about the matches, what I think is going to happen, and uh, who I think is going to win, who I think is going to lose. And also I'm going to do a post-show on that afterwards as well so um like i said just download wisdom and you all can um you know you all can hear bonus content on that one and you know the blade character i mean i got into it uh, probably like most people you know from the from the movie yeah the movies with wesley snipes you know blades one and two and then three i didn't really um read much of the comics, you know, and, um, of course, uh, years later, I got Blade, Blood, and Chaos, the graphic novel, and that's, of course, where Blood Allies is in. Yeah, it has the Blood Allies stories, and now I've become even more obsessed with, um, you know, with Blade, you know, after reading, uh, Tomb of Dracula Marvel Masterworks uh, Volume 1, and, um, you know, it is just amazing. And you, you can actually go back to um, last week's episode of my graphic novels uh, collection, and I did a, you know, I did a review of it. I mean, the artwork by Gene Colan is phenomenal. It's in the same vein as Jack Kirby, and it is... Um, you know, it definitely has that Marvel Comics DNA, you know, I mean, it definitely has the Marvel DNA, and, you know, and it is a, incredible. If you're a fan of, uh, you know, horror comics, or if you're someone who remembers the old Tomb of Dracula um, comic books, or if you're a diehard fan of Blade, or a diehard fan of Dracula in general, then it is definitely for you. You should definitely... Pick it up and read it. You will not be disappointed. You know, even though in Volume 1, you know, it only has the one story with Blade, you know, it's still great. You know, I mean, um, the stories without Blade are just are just as incredible. And I cannot wait to order... Um, yeah, I cannot wait to order Volume 2. Yeah, I cannot wait to order Volume 2. And uh, hopefully I'll get that before... Um, before October arrives as well so and yep these will all be 
in October on all these dates. And Sunday, you know, I'll still be doing uh, Enter the Batcave on Sunday. So, of course, on those days, that's when I'll be doing the watch-alongs for um, Batman the Animated Series. And I'll be doing those on, um, on Sundays. So you all can tune in for those. So be prepared for a lot of content. There's going to be a whole lot of content on... Um, you know, on this podcast, you know, and, um, trying to get the ratings up and, you know, and all that stuff. I mean, it's just going to be incredible. You know, I mean, and now that I got wisdom, I mean, I really feel my creative juices flowing again. You know, I mean, not that my, I was stuck or anything, but, um, you know, it's just kind of wondering what to do next and stuff. But uh, but now my juices are flowing again, and I'm feeling creative again, and I just love it. And just out here enjoying life now, you know. And uh, also on Wisdom, I've had some conversations with people. I had one conversation with uh, with a good doctor on um, on my first uh, Wisdom talk, and then I've joined uh, some other Wisdom talks and. Um, you know, I've had some good conversations and, you know, talking about my disability and people talking about how intelligently I speak and how, um, you know, how I'm so great with my knowledge of Batman, especially with uh, Melanie Hope, uh, who's who, who I was actually on with uh, before I came on here. And I talked with her last night and I talked with her uh, again. And she is a great human being and uh, she's not a fan of comic books uh well she knows superheroes but she's not that big into superhero movies but uh she just loves the way i articulated you know the way i do research and uh you know i talked about um you know i i talked about a few of the episodes like i talked about the um the film uh the fantasy casting episode with robin you know how leonardo dicaprio matt damon and uh mark Wahlberg were uh were up for the role and also talked about uh, the 89, um, yeah, the 89 Batman uh, film, too. Uh, well, the soundtrack for the movie, you know, and how it was supposed to be Michael Jackson and Prince, and we never got that co collaboration. And, but of course, you know, the album, you know, it saved Prince's career, made him do another movie. Of course, that movie wound up sucking. But it still a great soundtrack and you should definitely go listen to it if uh, you ever get the chance and also speaking of prince i am going to be doing a purple sunday on wisdom as well uh that's where i'll be listening to prince's music and doing a review you know of his albums uh the first episode is next sunday i'll be doing a review of his uh classic hit album uh, for you, his first album, that of course had the um, the single "Soft and Wet," and uh, hope you all tune in. It's going to be on uh, Sunday at twelve o'clock. Like I said, download the uh, Wisdom app and um, yeah, download the Wisdom app and just uh, give it a listen to. So uh, I'll be doing that at twelve o'clock. So uh, hopefully you guys will tune in for that one. And I'm going to cut it short right now. Yep, that's about it. Yeah, that's about it. And I'll see you all 
on Tuesday for the watch along for Leather Wings. And stay tuned in October for Blade. Yep, dedicating it to Blade. And until then, later, masturbators.